You know, those moments when you have zero inspiration to do anything in your business, those are the moments, you know, it's time to take a break from your business and you probably need to recharge your vision. You need to recharge your passion and you need to recharge your why. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. I'm Melanie Benson. I'm host of Amplify Your Success. And I'm Samantha Riley, host of the Influence by Design podcast. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. What got you here won't get you there. It's time to uncover the micro shifts required to take your income, influence, and impact to the next level. I'm Melanie Benson. And I'm Samantha Riley. And this is our weekly show for experts and business leaders who are influencing people's decisions to make a greater impact and shatter their revenue goals in the process. Welcome to the Next Level Influence Show. Now let's get started. Now, I don't know about you, Melanie, and I'm really, really interested to unpack this because in my early days of business, which was a long time ago, almost 30 years ago now, I didn't understand the importance of taking time away from my business. And I almost had this feeling like it was wrong to take time out. I hit a really big burnout time a few years into my business. And now I know the importance of taking time out. There was a transition point where I would take time out sort of when it was forced. But now in my, let me say my more mature time of being in business, I really understand the importance of taking time away and I do it really regularly. You know, did you have a similar experience? Well, first of all, let me just say, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about this, but as a, in the human design, as a generator, that would make perfect sense that that would be your experience of taking time away. You know, mine was a little different. I'm a manifester, so I do process all that a little bit differently, but I worked for a corporation for many years, a decade plus, and our reward system was based on how many hours we showed up off the mm. normal clock. So no. we had this parad- <laughs> yeah, we had this paradigm of like, if you're only clocking in nine to five, you're a loser. Like you're not really putting in enough time and energy into the company. And so I had, I mean, I knew I wanted more time freedom. It's one of the top three reasons I left corporate America and I started my own business, but I brought that patterning with me, like that conditioning stuck with me. And I used to have this massive guilt mixed in with a lot of purpose and drive, right? Like my ambition was super strong and I didn't necessarily want to not be working, but I found myself hitting these walls where I would, I just couldn't move. Like, and I was mm, hitting a lot mm-hmm. of adrenal burnout, like physically, my body was saying, you're working too much, you're working too much. And I had to start looking at how to find some balance. This actually drove me into a very interesting decision for my business, which isn't super relevant here per se, but I literally had to challenge my paradigm and my patterns and say, if I left corporate because I wanted some freedom and I wanted time freedom, why do I not have any? <laughs> Right. Mm, right. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, I'm a generator and this is something I've only realized in the past few years is that as a pure generator, you know, I get my energy from my sacral. So it's, you know, my inspiration to do things. I almost call it like my spark. That's what it feels like to me. I have this spark and I have this huge amount of energy that just 
has huge momentum and has me working. You know, yesterday my sacral was really kicked in and I did a, you know, a huge 14 hour day. There wasn't a problem at all. That's actually off the back of taking a week out of my business. So for me, I know when it's time to take time out because as a pure generator, I just get this feeling of nothing, like nothing's, nothing is inspiring me. I have no passion to do anything. And sometimes it can almost feel like a depression. Now I've understood it a little bit more. I realized it's not a depression. You know, I think that human design is an experiment and we all need to experiment to understand what these feelings are. Now, when I have this feeling, I don't push through it because then it's, you know, I don't do my best work. I don't do work that is truly and genuinely me. I sort of start pulling it from other places because I don't have that inner inspiration. So I really love that you brought up the human design aspect. Yeah. You know, while we're deep diving into the human design aspect of this, I love human design. And one of the greatest transformations I experienced as a business owner was recognizing how to harness the manifestor energy that I am. And Mm. I realized that I can't do generator style. And the way I learned Manifestor, which I think at some point we're going to unpack in a greater way, and I cannot wait to (laughs) deep dive into this with you, but Manifestors, the origination of the Manifestor was they were the the visionaries and the kind of the spark, and they needed generators and manifesting generators to help them bring their visions to life. And it's like, we don't create our own energy, if I understood it properly. Correct. We, yeah. So- a huge revelation for me was to embrace that manifesting energy and to surround myself with a really capable team of generators who thrive in that generation activity and to recognize like for me to be at my best, I have to take lots of time away. I have to unplug. So when I am bumping into spending too much time at work, or this is another thing that really kicks it off for me, Sam, is a launch of some kind. When I Mm -hmm. do a big push launch, I literally feel like I've lost my mind at the end. (laughs) It's like I have, I have nothing left to give. I I like depleted. And the way I describe it to you earlier was I literally feel like somebody unplugs me from my Mm -hmm. energy source. Mm -hmm. And if I don't honor that, I can literally start having ridiculous conversations in my head about why I need to close my business or like mm-hmm. I start focusing mm-hmm. on all the things that are wrong in my business. And I'm like, oh my God, my head is so not in the right place. I need to take some time out to plug back into my inspiration, my passion and, and the things that light my fire. Totally. And of course we don't want to be walking away from our business. So let's talk about some of the practices that we have to make sure that we have time away from our business and make sure that they're scheduled because I think that this is really important to schedule things in. This is something I learned from my very first business coach back in the, I think maybe the late nineties when he looked at the first thing he asked was, can I look at your calendar? And I showed it to him. He's like, great. Tell me all where you take the time out. And I said, I don't. And the very first thing he did was before we discussed revenue, before we discussed productivity or systems. The first thing he got me to do was put in my gym time, which the question he actually asked is what is important to you? So for me, it was spending time with my children. I've got three children at the time. It was, I wanted to spend time with them one-on-one and I also wanted to make sure I got to the gym. So we put those five things in, a couple of gym sessions, a one-on-one with time with my kids, 
And that, that went into my calendar. That's how important it is. So it's really important to schedule that time away. And I just want to add to what you said, because I think the scheduling is an absolute minimum, right? But what I've noticed is, and this comes up with my clients a lot, and I will own that I get a little slippery with this too, is boundaries. Mm -hmm. If you schedule it, how Mm -hmm. are you going to hold yourself accountable to actually doing that? And I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with clients who they say, well, I scheduled my freedom day or I scheduled my day off, but then I worked because my client needed something or this came up. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that we do that's a disservice to ourselves is we don't honor that scheduled time for the other things that are important to us. And we, Mm -hmm. then we have resentment that builds up in the requirements our business have of us when really it's just, we're not holding our boundaries strong. 100%. And I think that for me, I had a friend say this to me one day and it was like, you know, a huge light bulb moment. It wasn't a little light bulb moment. It was really big when he said to me that just because it's important and urgent for you doesn't mean it's urgent and important for me. And that was just that it was the flick of a switch in my brain where I just thought, got it. Just because you didn't schedule it, just because, and when I say you, I mean our client, just because a client hasn't scheduled something and it's really important, doesn't mean that I need to break my boundary. I understand it's important to you and I will get to that when I get back into the office. So that to me was the biggest moment. Yeah. Isn't there a saying that just because you have an unplanned emergency doesn't mean it's my unplanned emergency? I love it. <laughs> you know? I love it. S- same thing, but definitely, yeah. I definitely live by that now. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. You know, there's some other things that I've been experimenting with regularly because I found myself getting sucked more and more into being in the business, working in the business instead of really honoring that time away. And so, Obviously, we want to plan for vacations, but I think a lot of people, it's very easy for them to put those vacations off. So I learned a technique called freedom days, Mm -hmm. and this is like the day where nothing's scheduled and you get to work on the thing that you're inspired to. But I started experimenting with freedom weeks. Mm -hmm. And so now the last week of every month is completely blocked off Mm -hmm. and I don't allow anything to get scheduled unless it's something that I can't, you know, control like an event I'm speaking at or something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And it mm -hmm. is literally transformed my experience because I know I get to use that week however I want. And so often that's where my vacation will land. Often Mm -hmm. that's where I'll be like, okay, I'm going to spend some time at the beach this week. I'm going to do the things that I feel like doing rather than things I think I have to do. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we go on, because I want to explain how I work out my days and weeks too, for you, having that freedom weeks, taking time out of your business, which goes against the logical old school thinking, can you explain how that has transformed you and your business? Well, there's a couple of things. So I play these little mind games with myself and and this is one of the ways that I find I'm always have to recode our assumptions and our way of doing things to achieve things we don't think are possible. And so if I, so I used to just have freedom days for Fridays 
And then I was like, I wasn't able to take every Friday for Freedom Day because things were starting to creep into my Fridays, doing a VIP day or, you know, traveling for work or whatever. And so I said, what would happen if I took a whole week off? And then what would I have to do? What would have to be different in my business so I could take that week off and not feel the pressure to work? And so mm. what's happened for me? And so I'll unpack that in two levels. What did I do? One, I had to hire better people in my business that could hold the ship down or, or like navigate what would come up during that week off and help me protect those days. Two, I had to have something to do with those days <laughs> that wasn't tempting me to slide back into work. And mm -hmm. so I started to schedule time out, like going away, having, you know, events with friends, doing something just for fun. So I wasn't tempted to come in. And I also use those as writing days. So that's another thing that sometimes mm -hmm. I'll do. But what happened for me as an outcome was I started to have clarity instead of confusion. I started mm. to say, oh, actually, here's where I really want to take my business next. And sometimes like I would have these cloudy ideas of what I wanted, but I couldn't grasp the exact energy. And so instead of feeling pressure to decide and move something forward that just felt kind of messy and conflicting, I wait until I have that space to do some visioning and some writing and some clarity work on my weeks during Freedom Week. And then I feel empowered and powerful and excited and inspired rather than drained and resentful and feeling like I'm pushing a boulder uphill. So it's just, it's really mm -hmm. a deep way for me to recharge. Mm, totally love that. I also have freedom days. So my freedom days, I think from the sounds of it are a little bit different to yours. So I say I don't work, but I don't do client facing activities Monday or Friday. Monday, I would start the day generally with a leadership meeting where we get clear on what the week looks like. And then depends on what is happening for the rest of the day. Usually I'll take time out and have lunch. You know, I'll go to the gym, but I will still work a little bit in admin. It's definitely not client facing. Friday, I don't do client facing activities. Usually in the morning, it's just finishing up the week. Once lunch starts on Friday, that's the rest of my week done. That's done. What I've started doing, and this came about because during COVID, at the beginning of COVID, those boundaries that you were talking about earlier blurred. And what I realized is I started working pretty much every day. I was working seven days a week because there was nothing else to do. And I just found myself in a very bad habit of just being in the office every day. And at the end of last year, I asked myself, what am I tolerating? And I think this is one of the best questions I asked myself. What am I tolerating? And I actually decided to not just get back to taking my Monday and Friday off, but I only do client-facing activities two weeks of the month. So two weeks of the month, I do zero client-facing activities. And that means that depending on how much I organize myself, I can generally take at least one of those totally off and go on vacation, hang out with my family, just do nothing. So yeah. I actually think Let's, we're doing it very similarly, but we just we said are. it differently. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so of course yeah. we're doing it almost the same. <laughs> you and I are like two parts of one brain sometimes. <laughs> we really are, aren't we? <laughs> so vacations, how many vacations do you take a year? Mm. It depends. So, you know, my, my spouse 
is an employee. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. he has very different availability than I do, but we usually take somewhere between three and five. And mm-hmm. at least one of those vacations is family oriented because my family all lives in other states. But part of me being on vacation is not working. And so sometimes my weeks off may not be going anywhere, but what we call staycations, staycations. <laughs> where I'm yeah. literally just staying you know, in my home I live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. I live Mm. right above Malibu, California. So for me, like staycation is I go to the beach that everybody pays a lot of money to come visit. And so sometimes that's all I need is just the freedom. And this really Mm -hmm. is a key word, the freedom to do what I feel like doing when I feel like doing it and not feel like I'm tied down with a bunch of obligations. And I realized for me, freedom days and freedom weeks is just having the freedom to do what I feel inspired to do because otherwise... I get grumpy. I lose mm, my inspiration mm-hmm. if I don't. Totally, totally. What about for so you? So generally I try, and it's been a little bit weird over the first few years, and we're, we're not really back in the flow of actually taking vacations away like we were, but generally we try to go away once a month. So it will be something that's close to home. And then probably two to three times a year we'll take a big vacation where we'll, we'll you know, go to Hawaii or we'll take a longer amount of time off and we'll travel. But we will always go and do something close to home at least once a month. Mm. Because for me, and we were talking about this beforehand, I know you don't like taking road trips, but for me, sitting in the car, it's like 20 minutes into the trip and all of a sudden I go, oh, I've just had an idea. And I don't know (laughs) what it is. And Leon thinks it's hilarious because I always take my iPad in the car it's just that feeling of not being in the office and it's like the the pressure lifts and we're just you know going on a drive and that's where i have my big inspirations that's hilarious i actually do have that happen a lot and i have to have a notepad with me at all times because when we're not plugged in and having to do things the creativity does happen i want to add one other thing to vacation because i i've had some conversations with other leaders and ceos and business owners and i was like oh we all do vacation radically different. Mm -hmm. I have a rule on vacation. I don't work. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people do. They take vacation, but they've always got all their work stuff. And so they're working in the morning while they're taking some time in the afternoon. And for some people that works for me, if I'm working while I'm on vacation, I'm not getting the time away. And I feel that sense of resentment again, because I'm like, oh my God, I can't even fully enjoy my vacation. So once in a while, things can't be avoided. Like I'm going on a vacation later this month where I have at least two calls I have to do, but that's the second vacation I'm taking this month and I'll be away for two weeks. So I'm like, I kind of felt like, okay, I can't, I got to do some of those things while I'm on the road. But Hmm. I just think it's worth mentioning that people do vacation differently. And what I need as a manifester is complete vacation where I do Hmm. not have to navigate I mean, I might get on social media and post some fun stuff, but I certainly don't want that obligation hanging over my head. I really like that you said that. And I'm going to say I do it two different ways, depending on the amount of time we take away. So if I'm taking one week off, I like to completely unplug and I don't even post on social media. I make sure it's all scheduled in advance. Occasionally I'll put up a story, but generally I don't actually even post until I get back. If we're going away for four weeks or six weeks at a time, which we do as well, 
then I generally will get up and just work a few hours in the morning because I want to make sure that everything's working well. And I personally would prefer to work in the morning and it means that we can be away for four to six weeks at a time. So I do both. And I think that it's really great Mm. that you've mentioned that because there is no rules and we can make it work for whatever works for us. Yeah. Well, you mentioned something that I think is really a key piece of making all this work. And that's how do you prepare for time away? Mm -hmm. So you talked about Mm -hmm. pre-scheduling some things. What else do you do to prepare for time away, especially if you're not going to plug back in? Totally. So I make sure that my social media and my emails are scheduled before I leave. So I'm not just walking away from my business and letting nothing happen. All my marketing is still scheduled. I make sure that my calendar's blocked out. So in in advance, all of my, no one can book into my calendar. And the other thing is I really make sure that my team understands that I'm away. So what do we need to prepare as a team so that they have what they need? Because just the same as we talked about boundaries earlier with clients, just because it's your emergency doesn't mean it's mine, it actually goes the same for your team. So yes, I don't want them to be afraid to reach out to me if there isn't an emergency, but I also want them to be asking themselves, is this something that we can solve without contacting Sam? So there's a lot of planning that goes into place with the team, but I'm sure I've missed a whole heap of other things, Melanie, and I'm sure you can add to them. Gosh, you know what? I literally do it just like you. (laughs) (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) I literally, I mean, it's all about having the right people and making sure they feel empowered and they know what to do. Like we're running a campaign while I'm going to be gone. And the conversation I had with my team is let's talk through all the different scenarios that could occur. And what do you need? So you feel empowered to handle it. And it doesn't either fall apart or you don't feel like you have to call me to do the right thing. And what it does is it gets them thinking of how are they going to take ownership instead of me telling them what to do, right? So I find that things like that, it's just about thinking about like, what do I need to do to run the ship smoothly while I'm gone? Now, you alluded to this, but I'll just kind of add this one piece. We have a lot of things that go out routinely no matter what. So one of the things that I found is my job is to take the lead on what are all the content pieces or routine touch points that have to get addressed before I leave. And I will say sometimes going away on vacation and not working (laughs) does make it a little more stressful the week before (laughs) because, you know, like I had extra podcasts to get ready and I, you know, we made sure all our e-zines were ready to go. I had to write a bunch of emails and, you know, like we have a couple of collaborations that are kicking off. So I had to, you know, do some things ahead of time. And so there are some things to think about in advance And I think that's just really about like, do you have ways to organize your workflow and to think ahead, what's going to need to happen while I'm gone that I could do now. So it doesn't suck me back in. Totally. Totally. I know that we've talked a lot about recharging, taking vacations and big times off, but I'd love you to share. What are some of those little things, Melanie, just on a, on a sort of week to week basis that you do to recharge? Because I think these are sometimes almost even more important than the big vacation times. Love that you went here because uh, many years ago, I wrote an article for my blog called The Entrepreneur's Vacation, and they were all things you can do in two to four hours to recharge without feeling that pressure to go away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's right. I wrote an article about this. 
I might have to revive that article. <laughs> you know, some of my favorite things are going to the beach. So sometimes I'll take my dog, my little dog, Dante, and we'll go down to one of the dog beaches near us and we'll just walk on the beach. Not so much in the summer when there's a billion people there, but a lot of times in the winter, I might just go to yoga class. For me, one of my big luxuries is scheduling spa time or a massage. Mm -hmm. So I build that into my routine, typically on a Monday or a Friday. Though, And my favorite thing, and we are so going to have to figure out how to do this someday, is I like to schedule a lunch date with a friend. So I have a friend who lives deep down in LA and you know, traffic, it usually takes us an hour to get to each other. But about once a quarter, we schedule a late lunch and a hike or a beach walk together just to recharge. And it's amazing how different I feel after spending a couple hours with a friend like that. And then there doesn't have to be wine involved, right? It's just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that deep, soulful connection that you have with the people who really see you and get you and you can talk to at your same level that you're not necessarily giving everything to, but there's a reciprocal energetic exchange that mm -hmm. lights my fire and I'm always fueled afterwards. So those are some of the things I do. What about you? Yeah. I love that you mentioned that last one because as a generator, it is other people, like it is having those conversations that gives me the hugest spark in my sacral. It's like, oh, I'm so excited. So hanging out with like-minded people, people from my inner circle, is definitely what I love to do. But things like exactly what you said, spa days. For me, going to the gym is like my special place. So I do that multiple times a week, I go to the gym. But sometimes it's as simple as, you know, calling out to my husband, Leon, who works in the office next door to me and saying, oh, I just need some, like my brain's not working. Do you wanna go get a smoothie? And we'll just shut our laptops and we'll just go get a smoothie, go for a walk. And it's just, you know, a couple hours out and then we come back and we're all inspired again. So sometimes it's not the big things. Sometimes it can be as simple as grabbing a cup of tea and going and sitting in the backyard with the sun on our face and just hanging out. It doesn't necessarily always need to be, you know, the big spa day or, you know, taking a time out and going on a road trip. So it, sometimes it is those little things as well. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. The little things combined add up to big recharge, you know, and it's like just interjecting them into our schedule as we can can really help. So, man, I have loved what you shared today and it's given me a couple of ideas. And I know if you're listening in right now and you're loving these tips, I know Sam and I would both really love it if you would share this or give us a little social media love. Tell us what was an aha for you in the comments below. And if we're not connected yet here on this platform, let's connect, you know, reach out, tell us what you loved about today and uh, let's make sure we're connected here. And by the way, you can also tag a friend who, you know, is like struggling with burnout, has not been taking time away and you know, they need to hear this, tag them and tell them to take a listen today. Sam, thank you for uh, helping me co-create some inspiration and setting the reality of, yeah, it's okay to take time away from our business. Well, thanks for having this conversation with me, Melanie, because this is something that is, I'm very passionate about. Guys, take some time out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level Influence. Before you go, would you subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player? 
We'd love to know what your greatest takeaway was from today's episode. Take a screenshot of the show and share with us on social. And be sure to tag us too so we can connect. Tune in next week for another Next Level Influence episode. Yeah.